Arturo, so how did it go with the the Metallica figure you're trying to get? Like oh, you're trying to dude, get like that's right. You remember my eBay ongoing adventure? Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. It went. Um, it's a it was a hit or miss at first. Okay, I missed out on one because some fucking jerk, like with about ten seconds to go in the fucking auction, bid an extra twenty bucks on top, and I was ah. like, wait a minute, wait a minute, really, really, you want to buy this that's... for fifty bucks, dude? <laughs> You know what? <laughs> By all means. And what I'm talking about, it's the Todd McFarlane um, and Justice mm-hmm. for All Metallica James Hetfield figure that came out back in the year 2000. And I've been Oof, wanting this okay. fucking thing since I was in fucking high school, dude. And I was like, you know what? I got some extra change. Let me fuck around with this eBay shit and see what happens. And I was able to actually find somebody in Canada who wanted to offload a fucking Kirk Hammett and a James Hetfield. But I was like, I don't I don't like your price, buddy. Right. I will gladly pay for the James, but I'm not paying the same price for a Kirk. Let's get it. Let's not get yeah. it twisted. We all know who Metallica <laughs> is, and that's James Hetfield. All right. You can bring yeah, your little buddy cause... along. All right. But I'm paying for the James, not the Kirk. The Kirk is in the deal because obviously you don't want him either. So let's clean <laughs> that pot a little bit and bring that price down. And luckily I was able to get both for like 40 bucks each so well that's dope yeah because yeah, yeah, like you know what? those things are like they're like what like 20 years old at this Dude, point 20, like 20 something years 20 old? years old still in its packaging i wish uh you know we had a video feed you know it's still in its pristine packaging over here oh yeah not that looks nice not even the corners yeah. of the packaging are dented or anything so that that really canada took pretty good care of it so you know take our word for it it's nice it's dude nice, it's gonna bag. join the, well, like, it's gonna join the collection i've been getting into fucking collectibles lately dude and right it's uh it's a, a winding road, man. <laughs> it's deep. It's yeah. super deep. But just before we get too deep into that winding road, welcome, folks, to episode 58 of the official Course Feed podcast, The Morgue. And with me always on this journey is my main man, Nick Valdez. What's up, Tex? Howdy, everybody. How you doing, Arturo? Dude, I'm like, doing good. So- I'm doing good. Yeah, like I said, collectibles, like, I got my collectible in the mail and I got some more stuff earlier in the year <laughs> that my wife doesn't know about. So she's going to see it once I fucking build the bookshelves for that thing. And I got oh, a bunch man. of um, I went on um, Nightmare Toys. It's just a shop from Las Vegas, right? Um, sells mm-hmm. tons of horror collectibles. Fucking cleaned out their Halloween section pretty much. Give me fucking nice. everything with Michael Myers on it. Um, um, I'm actually waiting on a Michael Myers lunchbox from fright rags that should be coming in the mail hopefully at the end of this month it brings a thermos like a, a fucking official thermos so is is it like one of those like metallic lunchboxes yes exactly okay exactly that's it's dope yeah awesome so it's joining my NECA 2018 myers my NECA 1978 myers my NECA Halloween 2 Myers. I forgot what year that movie came out. That's why I didn't say the year. But uh, what else? <laughs> I have a, like a Michael Myers plushie. I have the Toonie Terrors, which is like a, a whimsical version of the horror figures. Dude, I picked mm. up so much fucking shit. And I know you. You have a lot of shit. Like, I know you're yeah. a huge Power Rangers guy. 
And I yeah, see in the background like, back there some fucking helmets. <laughs> yeah, like you're you're in my you're in my wheelhouse there. Like collectibles, it's it's tough because you have to like you have to focus yourself because it's very easy to just be like, oh, I want one of this. Oh, that's this looks cool. This looks cool. But then eventually you'd be like, if you want a collection, you need a theme. That, that's the thing. Like, you can't like you can't just like buy everything and then be like, oh, because that's cool. But like what makes it a collection is like uh, the focus, you know, like like with you. Yeah, you're doing exactly. uh, you're doing your Halloween or the most you'll go is like, oh, I want to get like horror icons spe- uh, like specifically or like um, I know yes. you tell me you're trying yeah. to get like a leather face and stuff like that. So like that's what you need because you, it's tough. It's very easy. Like you were saying, it's a winding road and it's very easy to just pick up stuff along the way. But eventually, yeah, you only have so much shelf space. That's that's the bottom line. You, you, you're doing so yeah, much room. Absolutely. Dude. dude, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Especially with like f- like uh, figures like the Funko Pop stuff that yes. only cost like eight bucks. Like you're like, oh, you know what? You know what? I'll take that extra one too. And you know how all these like stores, like all the uh, all the toy stores and collectible stores and comic shops usually have those sales for pops. You buy one, get one half off. You get right. fucking dragged into that shit. And then you have all these pops. You're like, what am I going <laughs> to do with all this stuff? But you're right. You When it comes to collectibles, I am... Um, I'm not new to the collectible scene. I'm new to the toy collectible scene. I used to collect comic books and fucking and Marvel like masterpiece Mm -hmm. cards from back in the day. You know, the ones that were super intricately well done. Um, I have a fucking binder full of Marvel masterpieces. Dude, that's probably worth some change now. Like, Like, uh, it's not really a lot. Like, like (laughs) I've looked into it like years ago. It's not really much, but it's the fact that I did keep them in nice, pristine Maybe now, like shit changes. That's the other thing too. Yeah. Like like, resale market, like resale markets are a huge thing with collectibles because it's one thing like you and I, you know, we just get shit because it looks cool on our shelves. Like you and I will, like you and I will open it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then like you know, or we'll we'll have a little display or whatever. But there, yeah, like the dude with the Metallica figures, for example. Like you said, he kept the he kept it pristine, but that's because he wanted to resell it. So you know that that's the thing. And who knows, the Marvel stuff's big now, dude. It's even bigger than it was a couple years ago. So like maybe you know what. Hmm. Quick question for you, Tex. Since you're a big collectible guy, open box. It, it really depends. Like because, like I said, um, like I said before, it, it's more about what looks good on the shelf, and you only have so much shelf space. So, like, if it fits better in the box and like kind of like already has a cool display with it, because you know sometimes like these figures have that, like uh, they have the stuff built in, like the little backgrounds and stuff. But then, you know, sometimes it's like yeah. um, like your Metallica one going back to that. It's back on the it's the ones that hang that hung on the pegs and you can't really. Yeah, you can't really like stand yes. those up anywhere. You have to like you have to open. Them. I don't know. Like like I'm super tempted to just like open up everything and just display it. But like you said, like certain things just look better still packaged up you know like for instance this james hetfield one there's not much going on there but like just him i think i'm gonna open that one up because it's just him and his guitar just wailing at it you know but you're right it it really all depends on if it comes with a stand if if it comes with like Mm -hmm. a background display i know um for instance i have um this pop one with uh 
with um, the ballroom mm. scene in Ghostbusters. Mm. Yeah, where they're taking down Slimer. So that one looks fucking pretty badass and it comes with its right. own little kind of background. And then, oh, dude, I'm dying to display this fucking uh, gizmo in, in that little cool. red hot car That's that they cool. fucking drove around. Dude, I can't wait. I can't wait to build all that shit up. Um, but you know what? I can't wait. Um, but the news, we don't have much news today, folks, but we got some news for you. So let's hit him with the news text. Yeah, so uh, Edgar Wright, so director behind Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. Uh, what was it? I keep, I keep, I always say this is the end, but it's the world's end. Uh, world's the world's end. end, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing a new Running Man. We got uh, like that's gonna be cool. Like um, that's that came out of nowhere, by the way, too. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, it popped up in our news feed, and I was like, "Wait, Edgar Wright of of a uh, fucking." Uh, Scott Pilgrim, Edgar Wright of, uh, you know, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. you know, um, that was out of left field. I didn't expect that to happen, especially with him, especially a, um, a remake of, uh, of Running Man. And especially with him, because I know his last thing, he was attached to that Ant-Man movie, remember? Uh, that he kind of bowed out of the whole production, right? Because of uh, of creative differences. Yeah, like uh, in terms of like big budget license stuff, right? Like it was Ant Man. Yeah. He's he's doing some like I forget the names, like One Night something something or some shit like that. But like he he's got something that's like got pushed back during all the COVID stuff. So I I don't know what's going on with that one. That's definitely one where like if it. If it, if it ever gets a streaming release, you know, we'll check it out. But it's kind of like, I also forgot what it's called. But um, so now he's going back to like name brand stuff. Well, that's the other thing, too. Like his name brand stuff was Scott Pilgrim and Ant-Man. So like I if he's doing Running Man, he must have a reason. And you know, it isn't the reports don't indicate whether or not he's actually writing it. So um, that'll be different if he you know, maybe he's writing and directing. That'll be cool. But like, I, I don't know. I like The Running Man, right? What, I mean, it's it, it's it's a story you can do again, I think. Right. Like, I what do you um, think? Honestly, it's um. all right. So from what I was reading about it, the Running Man that, that we're so used to with with, with Arnold um, mm-hmm. is deviates drastically from the actual source material. Mm-hmm. Um, and I um, think that uh, Edgar Wright's version will be focusing on um, the actual source material, which doesn't go as crazy as uh you know mm. the butcher idea they had which is like a little bit once you read what the actual source material is compared to what the what we saw back in the 80s right you're you'd be like oh um okay yeah i guess i, I think we got um, the better version of it right like the, the movie i mean we signed up for that version of running man like we as kids had no other idea of another version of running man yeah but the arnold version and honestly like like dude like what why not like i'd be down for a remake of running man you know they tried it with fucking with colin farrell and, and total recall and that was a big bust because <sighs> they tried to follow the source material a bit closer right. from Philip K. Dick's book. Um, and that one didn't work out too well either. People, I guess, they're just going to have to realize the 80s version, the the action-packed, muscle-bound version of the story is probably the better way to go in terms of audience and, and all that stuff. But I really... I don't know. I'm I'm still very curious because it is Edgar Wright, you know? He has a creative way of doing things and I'm just curious to see what he does with that. Yeah. Um 
Yeah. Um, you know what I'm curious about also hmm. um, is um, Neil B- uh, Bloomcom apparently uh, is uh, is thinking about doing a sequel to uh, his infamous alien movie District. Uh, what was it? District 19. Right. Oh, wait. Yeah. District nine. Right. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. District nine. I was thinking I was thinking of district uh, that um, the fucking that pro- Italian movie. Yeah. You were thinking the, the Italian movie. Uh, I'm sorry. Not Italian. The French movie with the parkour and shit. B13. Right. Or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But district nine uh, um, apparently officially getting a sequel. Um, fucking prawns. So <laughs> the fucking prawns. Fucking um, prawns. And I'm just curious as to what they're going to do. Um, a sequel would have been great probably a year or two after the original. Yeah. But so long after, man. I, I mean, like, it's got to be like a completely different kind of movie, right? Like I, like one of those spiritual sequel kind of things because it's so it's gonna long. It's going to have to be. It's so it's long after the because, fact, dude. Because um, uh, apparently Ashalto is involved in the writing process of that movie as well. Huh. Yeah. And he's he's involved in the, in the film as well. So – um, I'm super curious what's going to happen. Um, having him involved makes all the difference, honestly, because w- with Neil Blomkamp, we've gotten a lot of like kind of yeah, a lot of whack know, shit, rumors dude. and conspiracies about all his shit going on. Because after he did uh, Elysium, he did um, that uh, that other robot movie that I have. Chappie. Seen. Yeah. Yeah, Chappie. And then after that, he kind of, you know, I don't, well, I don't know what he did after that. Well, it's the, the alien shit tanked, remember? Like, I, I think that's what it was. Like, uh, dude. That's what happened, oh my dude. God. Like the alien shit tank. You broke my heart once again. <laughs> you broke well, my heart once again because that was gonna be the sequel that was uh, following the aliens, James Cameron's Aliens movie. Yeah, and with with Weaver already like giving the thumbs up. Hey, I want to come back as Ripley and Michael Bayhan coming back as Hicks as well. Um, so. You know, you had this Neil Bloomcom story that completely, honestly, it wasn't his fault. We've spoken about this in the past. Yes. It was fucking Ridley Scott wanting to do Prometheus and completely just squashing any kind of, like, alien, uh, like, extra, like, like movie that every anyone wanted to do. Because Ridley Scott wanted to go. But we're not going to go in detail with that. Yeah, check out our, our sci-fi horror episode. I believe that's where we talk yeah, about this. Yeah. But, um, um, but I think that's yeah, what it was. Sure. It, it tanked his career because, like you said, they... These movies came out like pretty, pretty close to one another. I remember District District Nine came out and then like a year or two after that, it was Elysium. Then a year or two after that was Chappie. And then, you know, probably a year or two after that would have been this Alien 4 or whatever this new one was. But then after that, three, you, three. it would have been three. Oh, yeah. It would have been the official three. Yeah, part right? three would have been just kind of cut off at the fucking head. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Because it would have been non-canon like after that. Exactly. But, Which is good because, uh, yeah. I mean, it's non-canon anymore. I, you know, who we're moving who beyond. Who knows anymore? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's like who knows? Let's let's get out of this before we get sucked back into like that combo because it is. Oh good yeah, one we're yet. gonna trash Ridley Scott all over again. Are <laughs> yeah. we gonna trash Alien Resurrection? And yeah, Alien dude. Three. Let's we'll talk about Alien versus Predators dude, all over again. <laughs> they deserve it. They deserve it. Like, uh, but. So speaking of another thing coming back years after you know the last one. Um, so Jeepers Creepers, right on the outset, Ugh. we got to say, like, that franchise is tainted, even though part two is pretty fucking dope. I like part two. Like, yeah. Uh, OK, so the concept of Jeepers Creepers itself, the story, yes. the folklore, the urban legend, the actual monster. Well done. 
very original. Like, and when we got Jeepers Creepers, it was very underrated. Yes, um, in, absolutely. In, in movies, period. Until you actually saw it, you're like, wait a minute, this shit is fucking good because the bad guy wins in this movie. But, you know, as the years went by, after part two came out, you know, some fucking nasty fucked up shit came out about the director and all his fucking deviancies. Yeah. So he completely fucked up and tarnished his reputation and his story, which was actually good. Yeah. You know? He ruined his creation. Part three was trash. I, I, I didn't see part three. Um, I didn't either. Cause, uh, or cause- did I? You know I, what? Maybe you did, but also it. That- oh, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I think I did see part three because part three tied into what happened in part two and how that bus got there or something like that. That's stupid. Yeah. It was, it was a little odd. It was a little out there, but it's very forgettable, but mm-hmm. I just saw it because I wanted to see the ending of the trilogy, right. but this guy completely put a bad taste in my mouth and I'm hoping that, um, whoever, I'm not sure who, who picked up, uh, yeah, I don't know uh, either it- the rights to the movie and all that stuff, but I'm hoping they can, you know, if follow up well, cause it doesn't need a reboot. It's all there. Yeah. You know? But you know, um, it- that's why it's, yeah, that's why, you know, we've been talking and kind of just laughing about it back and forth behind the scenes here because it's like, you know, it shouldn't have a reboot because the story was so good but then the director was such trash that you have to kind of start over yeah because eh, that's the know. thing like it's his creation there's a difference right like it yeah if, if exactly. he were if he were just a like if you were just a director on somebody else's vision maybe we'd be like oh well we can separate it from the actual projects themselves but because he's also like the guy writing all the ideas, creating this lore. And that's why we're like, damn it. Because, <laughs> because part two is great. Like it, I will outright say that part two is my favorite one. Cause it high body count, cool ideas. The whole bus tearing apart shit is great. Like all that yeah. stuff that, like you said, in the first one, the bad guy wins, you know? And then like, yep. it's also a neat idea. And this reboot, hopefully it can carry on these, good ideas with somebody who's not trash. <laughs> so. True. And you know what's good about uh, Jeepers Creepers as well? We'll probably do a show about it just because like the character and story as we're saying is good. Yeah. Um, well, but, well, um, when this new like, one comes out, I really right? like, yeah, exactly. I really like how in part two, um, uh, uh, for instance, everything's in, in the daytime. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there's a lot of daytime action. Yes. And this dude, this monster is just out right there spreading his wings, killing in the daytime. And I really enjoyed that because you don't get a lot of that stuff. Like in part one, you got like a lot of like night stuff, a lot of cave stuff. But in part two, they're like, yo, this guy's out there right now. He's just, he wants to, he wants his parts. He wants to feed. Let's, and he's going to get it out at, you know, I, I like the fact that he was like, I'm just going to get mine whenever I want mine. Yes. He's not going to wait till nightfall to fucking get his shit. And um, it's it was dope, man. It was really cool. I like his fucking pickup truck, you know, that fucking van he had. Um, oh, right. All his bodies and shit. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. It was a. Um, was it in part two that was that or that was part three that I'm thinking about that happened like it was this gimmick where he had parked his car yes this was part three okay so you did see part three (laughs) yeah 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 I'm remembering I'm remembering now a bit bit, bit by bit as as I as I go through so in part three there's this gimmick where he leaves his um his uh his van there on a hill right just there and Mm -hmm. and these kids are like oh look 
that's that truck that did something and blah, blah, blah. Let's go fucking get it, you know, because he ran us off the road or some bullshit like that. So these kids go towards this truck, but this fucking truck is booby trapped. I think you would like to see that. It's It was fun. I, I'm, I'm remembering it now. That was a cool scene because you Dude. got this this thing just reacting to all these booby traps. They, they released it on sci-fi, right? Like it was like a, yeah. a sci-fi original or some shit like that. Sci-fi yeah. premiere. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the franchise had been tainted by that point. Yeah, so that, I think that's, that's where I saw it on Sci-Fi Channel on demand. Yes, yes, dude. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm piecing it all together because the more you explain yeah. it, the more I'm like, I did remember. I, I think they showed that in one of the promos of like the, the truck booby trap shit. But like, yeah, that was cool. The rest of the story is a little fucking weird. But that part in particular, I think like it's a long segment too, like a long sequence where these kids are trying to like um, get the van, but then they get trapped in the van and the van starts reacting to stuff. and We trapped. It was really cool shit, though. But yeah, but we'll talk about that way down the line. (laughs) Let's move on. We have a couple more pieces of news um, on the sadder side of things. Yeah. Like, so the Alamo Draft House, my favorite. Especially for you, Tex. I. I know you were a big frequenter of the Alamo Draft House. Yeah, like this is this is huge. They filed for uh, bankruptcy. So uh, it says like there's a thing that says, oh, they're getting bought out by like this other company. And like they're it's just they're going to stay open. But at the same time, like whenever a company files for bankruptcy, it's also kind of like, damn, this is a last legs kind of shit. Like, that's yeah, it. big time. Because even when they get bought out, because it's still like well you know all those they're going to start closing theaters they're going to start closing the ones that you know don't perform or don't you know it's shit like that where it's like you have a set amount of oversight you didn't have before and it's kind of like we got to cut costs wherever necessary going back to that like what sucks about that it at the same time texas is gonna open like texas is opening dude like they straight up opening like they I don't want to get into that because that's a whole different thing. But like, it's opening a hundred percent. Like, no masks. So no, no masks either. Yeah, like next week it's opening a hundred percent. No masks. Like it's or no mask mandate. So like legit. Like, well, it, it sucks. The timing sucks because like Texas is opening in the Alamo Draft House. It wouldn't have had my business, unfortunately, but it would have had business. You know, but. This also yeah. signals the end of like a year of like shit, dude. Um, to your point, Tex. Um, I know that Texas, as you mentioned, is starting to open up. That's wild that they're not going to have masks. But even here in New York, believe it or not, I was going through um, you know, the AMC A list shit like that to see mm-hmm. what's up with the with the membership, and they're saying that on March fifth, they're going to start opening theaters at forty percent capacity, dude. Oof. Yeah. Um, that's that's wow. That's shit. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then there's a theater that's open by me that's only open on the week. Weekends, and then they're like, "Oh, we're, uh, we're only open on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but we're gonna be open all week during spring break on March fifth. Things are opening up um, where I used to go. So I was like, you know what? Let me um, uh, let me get my A list uh, um, membership <laughs> back online because um, I might um, frequent something or other I mean, at some point. Dude, movies are happening. Like we're getting like the movies are coming back. Like uh, we're just." Uh, you know, the movies are coming back, so they just got to adjust some things. Because, like, I, I just saw uh, the Tom and Jerry movie, just a quick aside, right? And, like, it's fine. How was that, by the way? It, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, like, it, well, actually, it's not fine. Like, in, in our scale, <laughs> in our scale, it's like a stay away from it. But if your kids make you, like, if your kids want to watch it, fine. You know, the Tom and Jerry look cool. Like, all the, the 2D people, um, 
it's like this cool like CG thing they put like 2D things on. It, it's, yeah. it's it's weird to explain, but like when you see it in motion, it looks good. Like uh, it's kind of like a new age. Like um, like if they did Roger Rabbit again, that's kind of the vibe you get with these, like the way they're designed. But um, beyond all that, dude, it just feels too long. I would get it if I were sitting in a theater and like if I went to a theater and I want to get the most out of my experience. Yeah. An hour and like hour and like 90 something minutes. I'd be like, cool. Like, this is worth it. But like an hour and 90 something minutes at home in a movie that I'm like getting bored with. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> and like Tom and Jerry out of like all the things. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, let's go see Tom and Jerry in the movie theaters, guys. But it makes sense if you start going to theaters and you're seeing these two hour movies but if like if i see it at home i'll be like oh no <laughs> oh i know it's tough but like uh it's like we spoke about on our previous episode if you guys want to go back to episode 57 check that one out we talk about how hollywood and the movie theaters are um kind of tone deaf not the theaters specifically but the studios and pushing the you know in theaters only kind of moniker so now i'm like oh shit so they were they were right. Like they're releasing this shit in theaters, and depends what comes out. Like if I think the next big horror release we're getting is uh, I think Spiral in May, and if that's not on VOD, I'm gonna have to trek it to the movie theater no. for the first time in over a fucking year. Yeah, and then like if you go to see Spiral and it's two hours, that two hours is gonna be a different experience for you than it is gonna be for me. You know what I mean? Because, like, now that we're, like, a year out from theaters, I'm starting to finally get that. Where I'm like, man, I really was sitting there for, like, two separate hours. I didn't mind. You know? Like, I would walk out and yeah. be like, yeah, that was just a movie I saw. You know? But I'm sitting here at home watching the same movies. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I, like, I really, like, this was a good chunk of my life that I spent in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're going to spend, we're going to be doing that on March 18th when Justice League comes out. Dude, that, we're going to be spending four hours on the couch. That's confirmed four hours in, like, something, something minutes. Like, are you kidding wait, me? It's so it's, it clocks over four hours? Yeah, it's like four hours and like like six minutes or something. But I'm sure that's credits. Like the, the base thing is four hours, dude. That's 90 minutes more than the original one. Somebody's got to do it, Tex. <laughs> might as well be us. People depend on it. Yeah, I mean, like I was watching the Tom and Jerry thing. Going back to that, I kind of wish you were shorter. After, you know, remember we talked about hosts and like, Host yeah. host gets in and out at at like sixty minutes and like you're like yeah it's like a sixty four minutes or something yeah like that, you're right? like and you know so good and it gets out of the way like before it gets too long or before it gets to like before it gets to the point where you're like I'm watching a movie you know you know that feeling you, yeah yeah with every movie yeah. you're like oh I'm wa- I'm sitting here watching a movie you know instead of like just, yeah again like. It, Yeah, that pretty much goes back to our conversation about like, you know, movie times and uh, and the length of things. And uh, we spoke about it with, say, Maude, how it was like 84 minutes long and it was in and out. And it kind of it took us on this crazy wild ride, which seemed longer. But then at the end, when she's on fire, you're like, oh, okay, that's it. Like, holy shit. I can't believe I made it through that shit. And it was um, it's um, it's. It's a thing that we're going to keep revisiting because of certain movies um, don't have to be long. Like, for example, you mentioned Top and Jerry being way too fucking long. Mm-hmm. And and we, and we just mentioned St. Maud being too long. Um, and for our main attraction, like, 
the movie in our main attraction, folks, uh, Wrong Turn, that one was a little bit too long for its own good, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And without further ado, Texas hit him with the main attraction, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, folks, uh, tonight we're covering Wrong Turn. The 2021 version of Wrong Turn, um, it pretty much it boils down to a group of friends who get lost in the Appalachian Mountains when they stray off the main hiking trail. They stumble upon a lost civilization who will do anything to keep their way of life a secret. I mean fucking anything, these fucking guys. And uh, without further ado, we're going to just break this shit down for you guys and just spoil everything. Yeah, here on out, it's full spoilers, uh, but... <clears throat> You know, if you want to go check it out, pause it, come back and listen to us talking about it. Cause but let's just say that it is um, – what would you say? You say wait for it or pay for it, Tex? I would say if we had one right in the middle, like it, I would say yeah. like if we had one right in the middle of pay and wait, that's where I'd be. So honestly – Go go look at the go look at the the like the movie trailer. Go check it out. You know when you're at home, and then figure it out. Uh, you know whether or not you you want to click on it because like it's I think it's worth the rental. You know I would say it's it's worth like the rental, but also like don't rush to it. There we go. I think that's what I'll yeah, say. You're right. Exactly. It's um. <laughs> Uh, the movie clocks in at just under two hours. So this is why it's very wait for it, pay for it kind of, we yeah. don't know for it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because there are some things that redeem the movie, but you have to get through a chunk of stuff yeah. in order to get to the good shit. That's you know exactly I mean? it. Um, and, and without like, and just to get into it, like I'm just going to st- straight up say it. Um, it was a lot of shit in this movie that wasn't really necessary. You could have trimmed this thing down about 30 minutes yes. and still have that still, I'm sorry, and have a better project. I mean, a, a better product. So this movie has a bunch of different parts in it. Um, it has nothing to do with wrong turn. So let's just say it like that. Yeah. This one was like, um, Adam Wingard's Blair Witch where the title kind of gave it this expectation um yeah this one falls exactly the same yeah um so when you hear wrong turn you're like oh shit dope we're gonna get some stupid people who fucking get a flat tire somewhere and 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 do stupid shit and get caught by inbred cannibals wrong completely wrong yeah if you're in this train for that kind of theme and that kind of stuff you're on the wrong train dude you got to get off right it's now the wrong turn. The original. <laughs> yeah you're it it's, it's <laughs> the wrong exactly, turn it's the wrong turn <laughs> for you my friend get off the train and make the right turn at the in the early 2000s version yeah go trilogy. back go I mean, back and the see the first one franchise yeah go back and see the yeah, first one so yeah so pretty much um this thing gets a little icky off the bat because um it it's uh it gets right into some racial shit, like off the bat. So Matthew Modine, right? He plays. Um, all right. So th- the movie starts six weeks before we get to see Matthew Modine or something like that, where he's he's looking for his daughter who was in this group of people who got missing, right? Who mm-hmm. went missing. So these kids who went missing were just going on um, a, a hiking trail. I don't know. I don't know why people do this in real life. It's like, oh, let's just go to this strange mountainous area that we've never been to before and fucking hike. Yeah. So that's the thing of like, so I thought about that too, because, you know, it, it's the horror trope, right? Of like, oh, why are these people doing this in the first place? You know, the real reason is, oh, to start the movie, you know, but, (laughs) (laughs) but like, but in, in their heads, you know, they're, they're established as like these, um, like people our age, like the early thirties, 
like very, very like yeah, high, very woke, right? Yeah, very woke yeah, and high say. society types where they're like, oh, I'm in. Like they even make it like that's what you're saying. Uh, like digging into all that, it gets really weird, social, political, and like there's some, yeah, like racist over like there's racism in it for no reason. You know, it, it's it's a little. It's well, a little convoluted. Yeah, it's a little convoluted. But it's, it gets it, like before they actually discover the real story, they go through all these different kind of tropes, as you yeah. say, to try and stick something. You know what I mean? So um, as I was saying, they get into this racist shit because there's an interracial couple. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there so happens to be a gay couple along with the hikers. Right. And then there's this one dude who's like this. This yuppie hipster guy who, who's one of those be better kind of dudes, right? Yes. Who then yes. turns out and, and and the script gets flipped. It. Uh, all right. So, all right. So just be patient <laughs> with me. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a yeah. lot of complicated so stuff early it goes, on. Yeah. It starts off like, oh, you know what? I hate these like backwoods guys and like, you know, these hicks and rednecks and blah, blah, blah. Right. And they encounter that and you're like oh here we go we're gonna get into the inbred cannibal stuff they're like oh make sure you stay on the trail make sure you don't you know people in the mountains don't come back and blah blah you're like okay great same shit different day right mm-hmm. great so these kids go on that hiking trail and then the the only black dude on the fucking thing decides hey guys let's get off the fucking trail <laughs> right because i want to go find some civil war monuments somewhere in these fucking mountains right which is like dude really really and then his girlfriend goes like are you sure we should be getting off the trail the lady at the inn said we shouldn't be getting off the main trail it's dangerous out there and he's like nah now nah, we're good and i'm like really dude you're good you're good you're a black dude in west virginia who encountered a bunch of rednecks who say listen we'll probably see you later you know what i mean like you're good yeah you know so it like yeah. things like for for characters who are so quote-unquote modern they're so pretty fucking stupid still yeah you know? it, it's it's that weird like it's what somebody old, way older than us thinks of like a millennial. Cause you know, you say millennial and they're thinking, Oh, like 20 something, but no, like millennials are our age. They're 30 somethings. Now we're already like, yes, we have adult correct. lives. We don't make these kinds of decisions anymore. But no, like, you won't find me in the fucking woods hiking, <laughs> you know, admiring nature. I'll go to my backyard for that. Thank you. Yeah. But they're written like that. They're written to be like these, like, quote unquote millennial types because they you know they like the holier than thou millennial type yeah they make know? a point to be like oh well you're you know you're down talking to you're talking down to us but you know you should check out your liver or something like that because like I, oh yeah yeah they do that weird thing where they completely like like medically analyze this redneck dude in the bar yeah like that's what makes it complicated right <laughs> yeah so after that experience they had at that bar you know, with the local folk, they set off into the woods, right? So mm-hmm. they said they came to the Appalachians for a, a hike of nature to, uh, you know, to, I guess, restore their love of nature and all that business. But then uh, the black dude in the um is like a historian. He's really into all this fucking history and he wanted to check out an abandoned a civil war fort, right? Mm-hmm. So this is when all logic gets thrown out the fucking window. The entire time. These guys are on this main hiking trail, on this main hiking trail, um, and then they're like, wait, before we continue on this main hiking trail and experience all this beauty, let's get off the beaten path and go check out a fucking abandoned fort, right, from uh, from God knows when, right? So right, right. this is when you start getting a bigger picture of what might be going on. So they stumble off the beaten path, off the main hiking trail, and they actually find this abandoned fucking, like, structure with a plaque from 1859. And it's uh, it pretty much says... 
that uh, there were 12 families, right, who mm-hmm. kind of like before the war started. Yeah, yeah. yeah they left civilization as they knew it and they went into those mountains and they continued their way of life in those mountains away away from the war away from any kind of like human intervention and and all that stuff they became these crazy like nature folk right so that's what they were called the foundation because they're because they want to be the foundation of a new civilization after the war ended because they i guess kind of were predicting that the war was going to kind of destroy everything and all that stuff yeah right so they find this stuff in the woods and they're like oh shit this is wild this predates the war and all that stuff so as they are exploring jen realizes wait a minute like did i just see something you know and they're like, oh, no, it's probably it's probably nothing. Oh, yeah, it's probably nothing. Then a big fucking log all of a sudden, right? Right, Just yes. starts coming down this fucking hill where they're just chilling and completely fucks up their entire day. And this is where we get our first kill text. And, yeah, like, and, it's, and it's a good it's one. It's pretty cool. Yeah, because, yeah, like, we don't we don't see it. So that's where, like, uh, that's where, like, uh, the it's not very wrong turn of E. Like, it's not because, you know, wrong turn, it's all about the gore. It's all about the gore, wrong turn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it's, you know, but, like, um, instead, we don't get to see it, but, like, there's a cool, like, build up to it, to, like, the reveal. You know, because all you see is, like, the the boyfriend's, like, reaction to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, first you see Yes, yep. And then you're dying to, like, kind of be like, oh, my God, I want to see what the fuck happened. Because um, the way they show the kill is the guy, he's rolling down the hill and he hits his tree. Like yes. really fucking hard. And you're like, yo, he's done. He kind of, he manages to sit up only to see there's a fucking log rolling yeah. right to his fucking face. And then the camera just goes black. And then you're like, okay. He, I was oh no, flat. not even dude. It, it goes it, to like, it, goes it starts showing the birds. Yeah, yeah. No, no, dude. It goes into the trees and it shows the birds flying out. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, the log. Yeah, no, the log rolls <laughs> down. Like during that whole thing, that whole first kill is, is pretty cool too. Cause like they all kind of get fucked up. Is the oh, log yeah, like it's true? Yeah, it's a good scene because the log comes down. It, it, you know, they all start tumbling, and then you get like the camera following each of them, and they all kind of get fucked up through it. But then, like, yeah, then he hits the tree, he yells, and then you see it roll, but you don't see the hit. But you hear the hit, and you see yeah. the birds. There you go. And then you get yeah, and the whole time you're like, yo, that dude got hit by it. But then the good part is we actually get to see the aftermath, yes. which is a cool like his face like bloodied and scrunched up in it. It's not something we had to see, to be 100 percent honest, you know, because they it's a horror movie. You don't have like if you wanted to do that, you can kind of skip out of it. I'm glad they did because gore is good. You know, like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know what, though? Like uh, me, I'm a big gore guy, but like you are you're not a 100 percent into the gore, but you're into into the, you know, that kill. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. You have uh, in the past said that you don't need to see everything to know that it's going on. And this was the same concept, but like it, yes. it sprinkled a little bit of, uh, of of goodness on top to show us, yeah. hey, that was what happened. All right, you yeah, didn't have to good see balance. the splatter yeah. or, or or the or the skull getting crushed yes. by the fucking log to know, hey, that's a crushed skull. You know what I mean? Yes, um, and, and we'll exactly see this right. again down in the movie. So as our people progressed to the forest, they're like, wait a minute, this shit. Is 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 not normal. There's something going on. They get into that wrong term mentality, right? So they yes, they, yes. Some reason they cap out. <laughs> they, 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 oh <laughs> yeah, dude, I had completely forgotten yeah. about this. So after the guy died, right, and had his skull crushed in, they were like, yes. you know what? It's gonna rain. 
I think we should camp out somewhere. <laughs> and yeah, we were like, it's, what? Yeah, it's it's dark. It's gonna rain. And then like, yeah, I Arturo, I had completely forgotten. <laughs> They're like, about we this. don't know where we are right now, but we should camp out so they, we can get our bearings back in the morning. Oh yeah. So when they wake up in the morning, what happens next? All their technology is gone. Everyone's yes. cell phone has been fucking picked from everyone's tent. And they're like, wait a minute. This is not right. So Jack goes like, oh, you know what? I thought I saw somebody yesterday after that log almost fucking killed us. And they were like, wait a minute. <laughs> now you you're telling right? us <laughs> there was somebody <laughs> watching us. And now, and now all our cell phones are missing. Um, I think there has to be some correlation there, Jen. And there is. So – they're all freaking out and they're going through the woods and everything, right? Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. After they wake up and everything, this is... When, oh, yes, yes. yes. This is when <laughs> Lily, Adam's uh, girlfriend, is... She, she's gone. Gone. Everyone's up up and about. They're like, oh, my God, our cell phones are missing. But where the fuck is Lily? Right? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Maybe she went to go pee. But it's like, you know, maybe, you, you know, Adam should have known that, you know, if, if they were in the same tent. But he has no clue where the yeah. fuck she is. Right. Yeah, it, it's weird. Like none of them hear her leave the tent. It's the same thing with like they slept through the phones and all that shit. Yeah, and then, it's like me. And me, then I like, wouldn't be able to get a wink of sleep, dude. Oh, absolutely not. Like, uh, you know, there's a there's a fun like there's a cool part where they're like laying down in the tent, but all their eyes are like fucking wide open. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Like that's it. Like that's a dope scene because it's this is stupid. And then like, five you- hours later, oh yeah. yeah, what a good night's sleep we just had. Oh, our cell phones are gone. Where the but fuck yeah, is Lily? So it, then, it gets- <laughs> yeah. So this is where it starts picking up, and we turn and we start to uh, to see the we hunt wrong go turn, we yeah, wrong turn, and we go wrong turn all over again, right? So yeah, right. <laughs> the whole crew, like the whole cast of characters, there, they're like, "Holy shit, she's missing! Someone's here! Someone's out to fucking get us!" And blah blah blah. So they start moving, they start moving. Then Adam gets caught in a chain in a fucking animal right. trap. What turns out to be an animal trap. He gets caught. And they take him and he ends up in some fucking hole. And they're like, oh, my God, what the fuck happened to Adam? Oh, my God, they're fucking freaking out. And, they're, and they just jet. They jet through the fucking forest, right? Yes. And yes. they end up in the shed full of weapons. And you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be wrong turn over here. Yeah, this is like, where wrong oh, this- turn actually happens. Right? Yeah, you're like, oh, here's the wrong turn. Yo, and, the- and you saw every possible blade <laughs> imaginable in that fucking shed. It couldn't have been such a stereotypical slasher shed. You know what I mean? Yeah, that it, was, it totally was. You're it right. was like, it, um, what was goofy it? shit. It's goofy shit. There's yeah, like a, right. um, uh, a term for that. Oh, a plethora of evidence, right? Yes, yes, plethora. <laughs> so, Perfect. So um, it's the black dude, Jen, his girlfriend, and uh, – the boyfriend of the gay guy who, who died, right? So they're all yes. like, like hiding in this shed, and they finally see these hunter dudes dressed up in this grass, like camouflage shit, wearing like these like uh, bone helmets, like made out of like you know bulls or whatever. You, what did you think of those designs, though? I thought that was a cool idea. I thought like, in it terms was of, like- cool. I thought it was cool. I don't think it was original. Um, I've seen that stuff before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay. So you know, it wasn't anything anything crazy but i did like it because it made sense for that you know for the foundation the bulls though i don't know where they got those helmets because it looked like pretty big deer but but whatever but it was decent it wasn't (laughs) anything crazy um i've seen that type of stuff before um so 
you know, I wish they would have done a, something a little differently. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't think about that like that. But it is something I've seen. It just doesn't come to mind exactly where I've seen um, which movie it was. But it dealt with wood shit and they had camouflage going on and they're like oh, okay. shit like that. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, they see these two, like, hunters, right, wearing these, like, elk masks, not cow or bull, but I think deer or whatever. And they have their boy who got caught in that chain trap on a fucking – on a spike, you know? They're they're taking him on a log. I swear. It looks like that Ewok scene from Return of the Jedi where they had Han and Luke. And I'm like, all right, they're going to cook these guys. So, you're like, okay, great. These guys are going to eat this guy and we got our bad guys Let's go on. And then, like, I I noticed the time of the movie text. I'm like, huh, there's quite a lot of movie left, right? <laughs> and then I find out why. So yeah. then yep. the three that were hiding in the shed come out with fucking blades, bro. And they start attacking these people. And this is when you get a flip of the characterization. So these two mountain guys, they didn't speak any English they were speaking some kind of like native mountain tongue or something. Yeah, and, I couldn't pin it either. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I had was. no clue what it was. And then our our protagonists were acting very, very uncivilized towards, you know, strangers. Yeah. Like you can compare yeah. it to, to the social commentary of immigration here um, in the United States or in the world in general, you know, um, and like – I. They were pointing these weapons at these hunters, like telling them, speak English. I don't fucking understand you. Who the fuck are you? Drop them. And and these and these people were trying to say something, right? And they were not, you know, couldn't fucking understand them. But so they were very, they were acting like a fucking, you know, it's like a MAGA mob pretty much. Like, oh, yeah. like, I don't understand you. You know, this is America. Speak English. And, and it was what the i think the film writers the filmmakers the or, or the original writer of the, of the movie yeah. i think that was a point he tried to make and i'm glad that they didn't go that route 100% and they found the gem in there with they were like wait a minute we're getting carried away because it was it was turning very social commentary very like it was race stuff there was a, a social commentary involved and it was getting very Kind of yeah, like, it, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, yeah, it was getting it was getting to where like, because you know, uh, like going all the way back to that table scene where we were getting the characterization for the group. You know, it's it's very like it, it's a commentary on like super liberals, you yeah. know, being being blind to like, you know, or putting the blanket statement of like, oh, all backwards people yeah. are fucked up, you know. Exactly. So like, you're right, but then also it. It's there and it complicates all of that for for like for something it eventually throws out. Right. Uh, We get not too long after after that misunderstanding part, then it turns into like a completely different movie, really. Uh, For the better. Yeah. So for the better. So pretty much what happens after they kind of stop these two hunters they this adam dude who was on the on the spike somehow gets free wakes up he fucking smashes one of them over the head and bashes his brains in and then they're freaking out they were like oh you killed lily you killed lily and lily all of a sudden after all this commotion she shows up hey guys what's up which which honestly to me was like um this is very suspect i i don't i don't understand that whole sequence of events how it just i didn't like that one bit text i don't know how you felt about that but it was fucking weird they were they were like yelling they were like yelling out for her and if she was like just went to the bathroom like you know I, I don't know how far away she would walk, but like you would hear somebody yelling. 
right? Yeah, like, and then she herself would have been like, hey, guys, where are you? I, I was yeah. just taking a piss. Where are you? You know? And yeah, it's just that that's one of those things where, like, there's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. Where it's just a lot of the stuff that you kind of have to just forgive and forget. Because then, then it gets even more complicated. Right? Yeah, believe it or not, it does. So pretty much after they wail on this guy's fucking brain matter, right? They're right. like, oh, my God, why did you kill him? And Lily's alive, so you just murdered somebody. And they were, like, getting all, like, into their feelings about what just happened. But it's like, hey, also, you know, you know, relax. You guys were also attacked. So it's not like, uh, you know, these guys were out here chilling. Because they legit look like they were about to eat this fucking guy. Like, and and they yeah. get really into it as to like, oh, it was a senseless murder and blah, blah, blah. Which then leads us to the next portion where they actually yes. discover the foundation. And uh, actually, the foundation discovers them. And they take them into their village um, and they put them on trial. What happens? We get a full fucking trial sequence. We get it. We get a fucking full wrong trial term. sequence. Legit, it's a, a full <laughs> trial sequence. Like, and you this get is the, where yeah. it starts taking some wrong turns. Because, like, I mean, it's been is, it, it's been going down wrong turns for yeah, a while now. This is why we're going back to what we said in the beginning, where it's kind of like it's not exactly a full like pay for it, or it, but it's not exactly a full wait for it. Because, like, this is where. This is where it threw me off a little bit, right? Well, how about you? What did you yeah, think? Yeah, so Ezra? like this is the portion where the people who were on the wrong turn train were like, wait a minute, we made a wrong turn, right? And <laughs> and we gotta get out of here because this is not what yeah. this is not what we signed up for at all. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. It got it was too much, man. Like it was too much. Like I liked the foundation idea. Um, yeah. I think foundation it's cool. is a cool idea. Yeah, I yeah. think it's cool. And just to kind of give you guys a little bit of a uh, of info, like it's not about like at the end of the, of the of the day with the foundation. It's you see every race and creed there, which is like mm-hmm. you see black, you see white, you see others, other like creeds, pretty much other races, and they're just yes. all working together in this big community. So the whole point of foundation is everybody works for each other um, and cares for each other and takes care of each other, and that's it, pretty much. That's yes, simple. Right. But then like they're also kind of like this civilization, especially the leader. He's very dramatic. Um, I forgot yeah. what his name was. Velbane or some shit like that. Velaine or something like that. So this guy who thinks he's like Jeffrey D. Morgan or something. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, like he's really going for it. Right. Yo, like, hey, listen, I, listen, kudos you, to that guy at the same time. Like it's goofy shit, but like it's goofy shit, but. He did a he's good job with his it. role, though. Like I think, yeah, he's going for it. After we get rid of the trial stuff, where um, they they deem them guilty, right? Because they were saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, listen, we found this guy in one of our animal traps, and we were trying to help them out, but then they came out of nowhere and attacked my brother and beat the shit out of him with a fucking tree trunk. So they got found guilty of that murder, and it was like an eye for an eye punishment. And they got uh, Adam, the guy who actually did the killing. They grabbed him and they put him on this like stone bed, and they <laughs> um, and they asked Jen, "Oh, how did that guy die?" And they're like, "Oh, he got hit in the head, right?" So you're like, "Okay, no problem." So they they somehow had the same fucking tree trunk. I think there was a piece of hair on it still. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, there was. Right. Yeah. Um, and they were like, "Okay, so it's uh, you know, so we're gonna bash this." guy in the head and uh, a funny story about that scene um it was supposed to be a very prolonged like focus on the bashing of said head really yeah so they filmed it thoroughly him like 
bashing the head and you see just the bash like that was full-blown like a full-blown scene which had to be cut because they got the nc17 rating out of that so they were like we gotta trim this shit so um they trimmed it to show just the reactions of the people but you were legit gonna get just bashing after bashing after bashing like we saw in midsummer yeah you know that's a good point because uh in midsummer it's that like bit of brutality to tell you something's wrong with this society yeah yeah but you know at the same time now that we're talking about all this like in context like i'm kind of glad they didn't because then like it would have made their message more confusing right yes because like if they were like being being the the holier than thou like if they were in the right and like seeking justice kind of shit that like the movie was telling us that this is their perspective on it. Then like maybe bashing a dude's head in and focusing on it probably would have sent the wrong message, right? Yeah, yeah, like, you're absolutely right. It would have been overkill. And it would have been like, you see, these people are savages, you know, you see what they did. So the filmmakers of this remake or reboot, whatever you want to call it. They did their best to make sure you strayed away from the gory, senseless, cannibalistic stuff that you got with all the other previous wrong turns. Um, and they kind of were like, let's show this execution over here. Because remember, it was a an actual execution after a trial. So it wasn't just, yes. hey, let's yes. kidnap this guy and beat the shit out of him, right? It was execution. And they were like, this is going to be the, the centralizing brutal point of the movie to show, hey, listen, these people have their way of doing things you know don't fuck with them because this is what happens but they explicitly said hey we don't fuck with the real world like we don't fuck with anyone out there the people who who get fucked with up here are intruders people who come you know looking for us people who come invading our, our land our property all that stuff you know what i mean so you don't know where they really stand um yeah that's where it gets yeah. it like yeah. that's where it starts getting muddled yeah you know? exactly because remember like the whole packaging of the entire movie is the you know the the dad you know looking for the daughter so it's like in the back of your head you're like when is this coming into play so then like you know you you're right because they're saying all this stuff but then like what does that mean in the grander scheme of things of like yeah yeah so um um as the movie travels along as you guys if you're still paying attention right if you're still on board with us there's a a lot of wrong turns (laughs) so um, as the movie goes on we see some really cool things happening for like for instance they have this it's like a prison or something called the darkness where pretty much they um they take your eyes out with uh, yeah. a hot poker, right? Oh, dude, they burn the eyes yeah, out. Dude. Yeah, they fucking like, burn cool. your eyes out pretty much. And they throw you in this dark fucking cave. We'll talk about that later, which is pretty crazy shit. Uh, Jen and her boyfriend, they're still alive, right? So Jen's like, wait a minute. Let me see what I can do to fucking stay alive over here. Um, So she kind of offers herself to be a wife. And she makes them believe that, you know, her boyfriend over here can fix shit, right? This is how they stay alive. So yes. throughout, we don't know how much time is spent in this camp but it seems like jen got pretty well um acquainted with the civilization and the culture and and you know and the dude himself right yeah it's enough time for them to be acclimated like because so uh going like to explain that like going back to the dad from the beginning who's searching for the daughter uh he eventually heads to that place uh he you know, he, throughout the movie, we get a little bit more of that. You know, there's little flashbacks here and there of like him going to like investigate like what the fuck all this stuff is. He finds out about the people in the mountains. He's going up there. When he gets up there, then he gets to the foundation place himself. And this is after like two other guys die. And that's kind of unimportant. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just body count stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like and, you know, but when he gets there, you know, 
they his daughter is like fully like committed and the dude is fully committed yeah and, and, the, and you don't like this is when it gets a little weird in terms of time because yeah. um what was his name again it was uh darius or something like that i or, forget his name but he's got like a full yeah he has a full fucking shit. beard now right yeah so you're like okay so some time has passed right so yeah so darius has a full beard right and the dad goes like recognizes darius he's like oh my god darius like you know where's jen what's going on so jen uh pops up fucking skilled archer and all, and all. yeah that's like, the other thing too she shoots him with an arrow and you're like cool it, arm. It, it's you enough I mean? time for her to learn how to shoot an arrow yeah know? so it must have been some time right so <laughs> yeah she, she shoots him with an arrow and then she exposes herself as being, you know, part of the culture and this, you know, society. Like, go away. We don't want you here. And they capture the dad to kind of like put him in the dark, right? Because he's an intruder. Yeah. So, you know, Jen, again, it, it gets a little cloudy um, because of the time. Uh, but Jen, like, goes to help her dad out, right? She goes to help her dad out and a whole escape scene ensues. This is where it gets kind of like, this is where the real movie begins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's when Jen and her dad are on are pretty much on the screen. That's the movie. Jen, um, Jen's character. I mean, the character and Matthew Modine's character, Jen's father. That's the movie. That's Wrong Turn right there. This is why I have an issue with this thing being called Wrong Turn because you you had a story here about a father looking for her, her you know, his missing daughter. Her daughter turns out to be, you know, to join this crazy, yes. like, yes, quote unquote, cult foundation, and like that's the movie. Like, yeah, that is. They the had movie. to just put all this other fluff around it. Look how long it took us to get to the movie, folks. Yeah, that's true. Because like cutting it down, um, you know thinking about it it really is just them too like him yeah. searching for her and like legit we probably could have followed matthew modine through like the first like 15 30 minutes or whatever and then then he gets to there and he's like oh that's my daughter and then from there like maybe fill in some blanks or like some like, shit like that. yeah like or, for or instance, something like, right yeah like they could have had their little wrong turn moment right and then gotten lost right and then once yes. they get captured that's it. Done. And then we go back to Matthew Modine's character, and then we get a good little search, investigation kind of period. Yes, and then we go yes. back, um, and they intersect, right, at the end over yes. there. Uh, that's, but then we have so much fluff. So yeah, much fluff. The like, trial, the fucking, you know, all that. Yeah. Yeah, we right. have so much fluff. So, all right. So, all right. So, let's get back to it. So, then Jen is, is, uh, is helping her dad escape the society and she, and she wants to leave too she's like fuck this shit like i'm out of here darius is like listen i'm not going with you i'm staying yeah it, right yeah which honestly was that was a cool character it's weird yeah it was oh, weird okay. but it was a cool character thing because it's like huh you know like I, i'm also curious it, it made me a bit more curious about darius's life outside of that relationship you know what I mean, right? Like, like it because it he was just accepting of a lot of stuff that yeah, a lot of like you know? it, there's like that's the racism stuff that works. Like that's the stuff that was like you know where he's like they see me and you're like oh okay so that's yeah, what the race because, stuff like that's where it comes back. You the know, society like, values the individual, 
You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Not like, you know, the color of your skin or something. And we see that, as I said before, we see that in the whole foundation there. It's a mix, a plethora of different kind of peoples and stuff like that. So yes. it's cool to see like that little character thing. You can you can look into that all you want. Um, but I find it fascinating that, you know, Darius decided to stay because, hey, listen, like I'm doing things here, I guess, you know. But my thing is like, yo, don't you have parents out there too who are worried about <laughs> yeah, you? But yeah, yeah anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so they're they're escaping and like this is where some fun shit happens. Like this kind of escape scene is pretty dope. Um where they find their way into this into this cavern, you know? Um yes. into this cavern to this dark dark cavern which we what you find out it's that darkness place um so there was a bunch of these fucking blind fucking eyeless people running around this like cavern it was wild shit like but again uh it's something that i've seen before yeah i, I was gonna say that too like um uh my thing is eyes i, I think i i don't know if i've been said this on the show but like my big like like big phobia thing is like shit with eyes you know, but I've seen the holes in the eyes before. Like, I, it's a cool way to do it with like the skin pieces coming down. You know, like, um, yeah, like, uh, but, but I've seen that before. Yeah, I, like, I've, like I've seen the concept of having like people without eyes walking around places, like in the dark. Yeah, that, and, that Morlock shit. You know, that yeah. fucking. So like the idea. It's like the previous idea that we spoke about that I've seen it before. Like the forest, like a camouflage thing. Like I've seen that idea before. Yes, um, yes. You don't pay much attention to it because there's so much fluff. Um, but if you start br- breaking it down, those things have happened before. So they use things that work. I'm not knocking on the ideas because they used them for their story. So it, it's it's a pretty neat thing they did with the eye stuff. So yada, yada, yada. Um, they find a way to escape the mountain. They find well, a way to they, escape the mountain because of the fucking yeah, the rednecks. That's right. They, they, get, they get rescued, rescued by, the, by the rednecks yeah. who who at the bar um you know was were kind of like intimidating them and they were we find out they were intimidating them because the whole time they were trying to protect them to stay away from the forest you know because they lost people in the forest too and it's just (sighs) it'd be there's just so much that could have been fixed which is like yeah when you think about it it, all it would have took would have been like yo don't go up in this mountains my brother went up there and didn't come back like or or something like that, right? Like, but they, nobody never, tells them that. It's never been openly said. All I said is, oh, just do, oh, don't go off the trails. Don't do no. But like, legit, if they were like, yo, there's some wild shit up in those mountains, uh, you know. And then if the people ignored it, then it'd be like, oh, they deserve wrong turned, you know. Like they deserve that, <laughs> but like they deserve to turn the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they deserved it because it's like you have these people outright giving concrete examples of being like, you know, but it's all vague shit, right? Like it's yeah, all yeah. vague, vague it's, pieces. Uh, and so them saving them, it's like it isn't like that's where all that shit doesn't land. Like that's where all that socio-political fucking you it know, doesn't the- work because then you're like, oh, so you guys are good people, you know? Yeah, you're you're bastards to be good people. Like yeah. no, just fucking just why wouldn't you just say shit? Like why right, wouldn't but, you just uh, yeah, yeah? Oh listen. yeah. So, <laughs> but let's get to the like the best part of the movie. Yeah, because right? then it all has a good part. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. The best part of the movie that saved the movie, honestly. Um, yeah, and and kind of. 
Like it saved it to the point where you understood what the main story was. You know what I mean? Yes. yes, um, yes. If, if it wasn't for this part, all right, which I'm going to elaborate on in a second, you wouldn't have known. You would have walked away with just like, what the fuck did I just watch kind of shit? They escape. Jen and her father escape, right? We find out later on down the line, right? They're back home. Jen's pregnant. She's pregnant with a baby. They don't really talk about it like that. They kind of, which is wild, right? Yeah. But like, yeah. you know, they just so, oh yeah, she's pregos, right? And she comes home and she hears her mother-in-law and her two stepbrothers talking, blah, 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 blah. She comes home and, and, and her stepmother's like, oh, Jen, come, come meet our new neighbors. And lo and behold, it's the fucking wilder people, right? Yes. <laughs> it's the head of the foundation with this little girl, Ruthie, who pops up everywhere, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, we just moved into the neighborhood. Um, You know, I, I, he says that they've met before in some, like, work capacity or something like that. Right, um, right. Yeah, so this scene kind of makes everything good in this like in this movie because like you get a point in time where like jen like her the acting chops kind of come out for that actress and and, and her face yes that emotional face she makes she like it's something i can't even describe it's like a holy shit kind of look like oh my god i'm fucked. yeah it's you know? it's like a it's like a shocked but also like stunned kind of yeah thing, but like it's like she's scared so- a scared shocked, you know? Yeah, like she's so scared shocked, she doesn't know what kind of face to have. Like yeah. it's that kind of thing. Where yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's very good. Uh yeah, and then you have like this fucking like you so we get we kind of get the best of both worlds, right? Like so she then then you see her throw up, you know, and then she she um she decides to grab a knife and just fucking go at him. He just like tosses her aside and all that shit. It turns into like mad horror movies. Yeah, style. he tosses her aside, slits the throat <laughs> of her stepmother, and yeah, uh, no, stabs the stepmother in the chest and slits the throats of her two stepbrothers at the table. And yes. when that happened, I was like, oh my God, what the yeah. fuck just happened? <laughs> and you know what? I was okay with that. I was fine with that. <laughs> yeah, because she ends up stabbing his head, like, straight through his head. Like, yeah. uh, it's so fun. It's fucking cool. And I agree. I was also right. I, yeah. Like, I was also good with that because you're like, because this movie's done so many weird things already. It would have been like, like, oh, shit. It, right? so, yeah. So that's it. another weird thing that happens. That was all in her head. <laughs> yeah, that was the... Maybe that was a wrong turn too, but who knows? That's a turn. They but. had a, they had a whole franchise within this whole movie, right? They had so <laughs> many wrong turns, right? They had wrong turn one, two, three, four, and they're up to part yeah. five now. Yeah, right. Uh, so now we're finally at the end, which is the best part of the movie because it's not the end; it's the end credits. Yeah, yes, so it's, it's the end credits. So pretty much the quote unquote end of the movie goes like this: like she kind of tells them oh i'll be right back right and she kind of goes with them like she tells them listen like i'll go with you you know yeah i'll go um, with you just don't don't hurt my family yeah all just the, don't hurt my family and promise me yeah promise me like you'll never come back here blah 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 i'll go with you because he knows she, she's pregnant right so he's like all right bet no problem um just come with us and we'll go back to the mountain and they go back to the mountain and then the story rolls right the credits roll yeah. and you're like huh okay uh that was interesting. I kind of wish the, the swerve ending happened. And then as you think about that swerve ending, the fucking RV they came in start to swerve, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, like it's, it passes a stop sign. You're like, oh, wait a minute. They didn't stop at the stop sign. It starts swerving. It crashes into a car and hits a tree. You're like, what the fuck just happened? And then 
All of a sudden, you see a door bust open. The main antagonist comes out like limping. Jen jumps on him, stabs the fucking shit out of him, and then goes out to the driver, right, who had his throat slit, it looked like, in the car. She goes there, and she stabs the shit out of him. And, like, that's how it ends. And you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, it's pretty dope. She stabs him. The little girl, Ruthie, comes out. They start walking towards the screen. Yeah. Because, like, it's, yeah, like... That kind of makes that's what bumps it back up to the uh maybe rent it like maybe it's the middle of the pay for it wait for it like right going all the way back to the original like the beginning of the conversation where it's like this is where it bumps it up because there's like the foundation stuff works when it finally kicks in. I yes, th- I th- I think outside of the trial, once you get past all the buildup and but all that, but you know what shit, though, like the trial would have been fine if it w- didn't have that other fluff before it because. <laughs> If yeah, you made the movie, right. like, listen, it's like I told you, if you called the movie The Foundation, we wouldn't be having this long ass conversation right now. Yeah, we'd just be talking about how, how it's just a movie. You know what I mean? But no, yeah, they decided right. to stick wrong turn on the movie. That's what I don't understand you're, sometimes. You're right. Like, yeah. why do you stick that tag on it? Because now you're giving it expectations that it's not going to meet. <laughs> and to you're, tell you what, like, to that point, the people have been killing this movie on the internet. Killing it. Killing it. Really? Killing it. Like, they have been trashing this movie. Oh, it's trash. Don't watch it. Blah, blah, blah. It's because of the name attached to it, people. You're right. You're you know right. what I mean? Cause, if cause you go you, watch Blair yes. Witch and you get what you got, you're going to be mad too. You know what I mean? It was it's right. the same thing with this movie. It was yeah. called Wrong Turn. It's, it has nothing to do with Wrong Turn. Unlike the Blair Witch, right? It had it had you know all the Blair Witch kind of standard shit, but it was still not a, a Blair Witch like eccentric kind of good story. Period. Right? Yes. And this yes. one, it was the same thing. Like you didn't have to call it Wrong Turn. Like I think the only way this movie got greenlit was because they added half of a Wrong Turn movie into it. I that's you know what that, that's the that, best way to put it, Arturo. That had to be it, dude. Like yeah. because they're like oh. We're not going to make this movie called a foundation, but we were thinking of maybe rebooting Wrong Turn. You guys want to do that instead? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, like, sure, why not? We'll find a way to put the foundation shit in there, you know? Yeah, you're right because it. you're absolutely right because you start watching it as a Wrong Turn movie. Like how we've been reviewing it. Like we've yeah. been reviewing it as a Wrong Turn movie. You know, and unfortunately, you can't say like we can't say at the end of the day, we can't be like, well, it's a good movie. But then like we have to be like, it's not a good wrong turn movie. You know, it's a solid movie. The foundation stuff is solid. But in the overall package, you can't be like you can't be like, well, check it out, you know, because then you're doing the same thing to other people. Right. Other people looking at wrong turn and they're like, what the fuck was that? Exactly. Exactly. So it's it's all about that name, folks. You know what I mean? All about that name. Um, and it, a lot of the times it gets you in trouble. Like this movie had no business calling itself wrong turn. They never made a wrong turn. Yeah. They were never even in a, in a vehicle to make a wrong turn. Yeah. They even fixed their flat tire. Like, yeah. In the beginning of the- <laughs> they, they, they got their gas. They got their flat tire fixed. It's funny. In the beginning of the movie, you thought, oh, here it goes right away. Wrong turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, they get the tire fixed and everything happens. And you're like, oh, what's. This is not wrong turn. This is yeah. this is no turn. <laughs> I don't know, but it, it was yeah. <laughs> it was um it was frustrating. It's it, it's even frustrating to talk about it because in order for us to get to that point where the movie starts, we had to go through all this bullshit. Yeah, you're you know right. I mean? yeah. We have to get through all this bullshit that I feel like okay, sorry folks, that we had to do that to you, but. To get to the point where it actually matters, we have to tell you the stuff that didn't matter, and yeah. and that's 
the downfall of this movie. And this is why it's like, maybe wait for it. And maybe even stay away from it. You know, like, Honestly, after, now, like, yeah, now that we're talking about it more, you know I mean? I'm like, like you know what? If yeah. you're expecting like a wrong turn, like if you're just there for like a B movie gore fest, stay away from it. You know what I mean? Cause it's yeah. not going to give you the satisfaction. It's going to waste your time. And on top of that, it's on the long side of things. You know yeah. what I mean? It's an hour just, and 54 minutes, dude. I would say go watch, uh, yo, yeah, go and tie it back into all these yeah. movies. Like, yeah, it's too long, dude. It's I would say long of a movie, man. I would say go back and just watch that first wrong turn. What do you think, Arturo, right? Like, you if you're what? looking for, like, B-movie gore shit. Yeah, right? dude. Listen, like, again, I'm not a big fan of those movies because they're just kind of, like, idiotic. You know, like, the best kind of movie of that is like that, I would say, in my opinion, is The Hills Have Eyes. The remake. <gasps> yes. The remake yes. and not the original. So, uh, folks, if you want to see something cool that um, that kind of deals with that, you know, with the inbred cannibalistic stuff, go watch Hills of Eyes. If you're looking for something that's a little different, I'm going to go ahead and, and and say go watch The Ritual on Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, because it takes you yes. on that same journey where you have these guys out in the forest. They're like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. A bunch of friends. And they get into some shit because there's a civilization in the forest. And they believe in this fucking monster. And the best part of that movie, The Ritual, was the fact that you actually got to fucking see the monster. And that, that, that creature design fucking wild so wild that like the head of the creature is designed to look like a flailing like man so it looks like a person yeah and dude like yeah so there's a bunch of other movies that i can definitely recommend um over this one this one like i say maybe you want to give it a try if, if you're not looking for that gore because of the ending uh, i think the ending kind of makes up for it but you have to wait an hour and 50 minutes just to fucking get there yeah so at the end of the day i would say wait for this thing it, maybe even kind of stay away from it um i was gonna recommend to go see it but just breaking it down and just me telling you guys what yeah. <laughs> it's all about it's just it got so frustrating like you know what don't even bother you know what i mean um I, I i can see why it got all the hate but like there's a good movie there somewhere that unfortunately gets shitted on by all the wrong turn stuff that they had to kind of try and like forcibly fill in you know what i mean but yeah folks uh like i said if you want to watch some cool forest shit go watch um the ritual on netflix right we also spoke about uh, midsummer if you want to watch something about some weird civilization and you know like yeah. out of nowhere brutality go watch You're midsummer right. which one else did i I tell these folks to watch go watch um um go watch the kill list if you want something involving just the woods and crazy shit kill list kill list ritual midsummer go watch them thank you for joining us this was episode 58 of the official corpse Beef podcast the morgue don't forget to check out our socials instagram twitter facebook check out the brand new coursefeed.com website um nice and redesigned for you guys a nice simple layout that way it takes you straight to where you want to be and that's here the morgue the current episode you'll see it right on our website um for those folks that have itunes and soundcloud please listen review um you can also check out the soundcloud on the website for those too lazy to download the app so please go check that out um as always a big thanks to glenn morowski for the music del virus for the art big thanks as always to nick valdez for joining me on this crazy ride and i am arturo padilla the guy behind the face and please don't ever forget it's a scary world out there but we're here to walk you through it.